Welcome back to the show, everyone. Sam and I sit down to talk about how anyone can travel the world if you do the proper planning and budgeting. We also talk about some of our crazy trips of sleeping in cars and airports to save any dollar we could while traveling. If you guys enjoy our podcast, we would really appreciate your review on Spotify. With that being said, let's get into it. So, let me ask you this question, man. Okay. What is travel to you? Travel? Yeah. Um, I guess going somewhere away from your hometown or like where you live. Okay. Or or perhaps within it, just somewhere that, yeah, I don't know. What is it to you? I don't know. I feel like it's experience, I think. Like, that's a good way to sum it up. But also, like you were saying, like, you have to go be somewhere different. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like all the way across the country or all the way across the world. And you have to take a 15 hour plane to get there. It could also mean just like something as simple as like going to a new restaurant you went to and seeing a bunch of new faces that you never saw before. Like, I think that's still travel in a sense. Um, but obviously there's different aspects. Like there's a bunch of there's a bunch of tiers um, to travel. And what, what, what do you think? Like, why does travel resonate with you so much? You know? Like, um, what do you like so much about traveling? I mean... If you do like traveling. It, I do. And it's going to be more of uh, the travel where I go, maybe not to a new restaurant, but to a new state or country. That's that's what I really enjoy. Um, just seeing stuff that you don't see normally. Like, here in Raleigh, I see buildings, right? When we went to... The- <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's buildings in every I mean, city. But, but like... <laughs> But like we live in the city, that's that's pretty much. There's some. Oh yeah, like sky skyscrapers. Yeah, there's not too much um, natural landscape or whatever compared to other places. Whereas going to the northwest, rainforest, beaches, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, that's that that you don't see here. Yeah, the west side of the country is crazy. Yeah, and travel like a lot of people think that you have to like spend all this money and like all this attention and like plan it out like super super far ahead and like you have to make this big commitment ahead of time just to travel and like see different things but you don't have to do that and like we we're living proof of doing that like we literally what, what let's let's summarize the trip of our bush gardens trip for our for our oh viewers just so they understand that we've literally been through the worst of tra- traveling cheaply yeah this is ultimate down low of traveling okay so tell them tell them like what like how how the trip set up because like remember how we had like we bought the past like years yeah. and covid tell them tell them like how it set up all right so me or kyle uh two of our friends and i we bought Bush Garden season passes, like the year before when they were crazy cheap, they're like sixty bucks for an entire year, and then um, this was two parks. Keep in mind, yeah, it's like the water park, the water and, park and the amusement park. Yeah, so it's it's a great deal. And then um, COVID came along and they closed that whole year, so you couldn't go. But then the following year, they transferred your season pass to that year. So we're like, oh okay, well we got to use it now and got to get our money's worth. But our two friends backed out essentially. Yeah. And uh, so me and Kyle were like, okay, I guess we'll just go ourselves. But we didn't want to spend any money on a hotel or, or anything to have spend money other than the actual season pass that we'd already bought. So we decided, where can we sleep in our car, right? And we found out Cracker Barrel lets you sleep in your car in their parking lot. Great hack. <laughs> like, in your, you don't have to have an RV. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have, like, it could literally be a sedan and they will let you sleep in your car. That's what I love about Cracker Barrel, not only their food. <laughs> So my car, actually, the seats, uh, each, like the front seat and the passenger seat, both go down um, to essentially form two, two different beds. So we're like, okay, let's just take, let's just take my car. We can turn our, our chairs into beds, and then we can sleep in the parking lot of Cracker Barrel, which is five to ten minutes away from Bush Gardens and the water park. So that's what we did. 
We drove up there, slept in Cracker Barrel, went to the park, came back to Cracker Barrel, slept there again, <laughs> went back to the park the next day, and then drove home. Yeah, it was two nights in Cracker Barrel, wasn't it? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was in the summer too, because mm-hmm. like I'm pretty sure the water park wasn't open, so it was oh, like yeah, it, was it was like 80 degrees. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we we parked in the shade as much as we could, but like once the sun came up at like 6:30 or whatever time it was, we were screwed, and the and the the car was all fogging up. We like uh-huh. woke up in the middle of the night because we forgot to roll down the windows. <laughs> That was a that was not a smart move there. Um, but the point is, like, you can literally you can squeeze like a trip out of anything. Like, even we we probably spent less than a hundred dollars each total on a two day trip to an amusement park, and it was what like three hours away, I think, um, from Raleigh. So like, you can do it. You just obviously there's different levels, but like, if you really want to be like super cheap and like just go out and just see something different, you can sleep in your car at a Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel is literally all over the place. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be somewhere super close, right? Over spring break, we went to Puerto Rico right. on super short notice. Oh, shit. Literally a month before. We were <laughs> this like, is okay, a killer story, Okay, too. we're going to go to Puerto Rico <laughs> with six of our friends. And we, we our, our entire goal was make this as cheap as possible. What did we do? We, we slept in a one-bedroom Airbnb and... And yeah. we, that was pretty much the only thing we bought. Other than and then also, like, we were going to, we were, we had a, a layover that <laughs> oh got gosh. there at, like, 3 a.m. in the morning or something. And it was, like, um, we didn't want to, or I personally didn't want to spend the Airbnb for the night before because we would be getting there at, like, 5 a.m. So I was, like, okay, why are we going to spend another 200 bucks a night on this Airbnb and not only get there until 6 a.m.? So we ended up staying at the airport and killing time. And then we ended up going to some bar at, like, 5 a.m. in the morning. And then ended up finally at the, the condo that we rented out and um, just sat there in the lobby. The, uh, luckily, the security guard was super chill. But, yeah, that's another example of just, like, we really just were trying to minimize the expenses. Obviously, we probably should have in the long run. I mean, it was we're splitting it with six people. So um, that's another thing that we'll get into is just traveling in groups because there's mm-hmm. so much value in that. Um, but like to keep it on small scale here, like cities, like a lot of people don't think that you can like experience new things even in your city. And like people always are like, oh, I, I want to go across the country to see something. But you can see new things like in your city, especially if you live in a big city. I mean, most cities have a bunch of stuff, but like there's like local restaurants that you can go to and like local experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can just make like a 20 minute or 30 minute drive. Sometimes like if you drive more than an hour, um, you'll get even more unique things. And um, so you can go to these restaurants and meet new people and see new faces. They might have a different perspective. Obviously it's not gonna be like a whole different culture or whatnot, but you can still get that feel of travel. And it's not gonna be like twenty, like $200 for you to make that trip. So <laughs> um, make sure you guys like just Google in your city, like which places that are like unique and experiences because like there's a lot of places like restaurants that have like these cool designs and like you can get a nice feel for it and then walk around like a plaza um like north hills shout out north hills they got a cool little area it's like you you got to think like across the country like like what city if you're in a city or if you're living in a city and you want to see something different there's so much for you to see and one of the big examples here in raleigh nc is is dixie park and like there's this huge sunflower field that literally people drive like an hour like all around raleigh just to see it and it's like wow this just personally i don't really see the value in it but (laughs) but also another a hack like that for you to get around your city which is also really cool something that we did in puerto rico actually is is like if you take the city transportation you can like see like a lot of the culture and like you really experience like what it's like to live in the city when you, it might be a longer commute, but like I really enjoyed like the bus. We, we took like a 40 minute bus ride, but it would have been like a 15 minute Uber if we didn't take the bus. 
but like the the trade-off there of like seeing the community and like seeing the city downtown and like how there was all these workers and like communities and whatnot it was super cool and it was it was an amazing trade-off so and it's super cheap it's literally like what we paid like i'm pretty sure we paid like a dollar 50 for our ride to to old san juan Mm -hmm. which is super nice um and then also another aspect of like travel that like makes you feel like you're traveling or doing something different is live music and like you you can do that literally even 10 minutes away at a local restaurant or something and like it's a new voice and like new face sometimes usually they're like checked out week over week but like you can still get a new experience and that's what i think travel is about because you're in it if you go to a new restaurant that has live music it's going to be a whole different atmosphere than just a basic restaurant that you're ordering food and then sitting down and just talking to the waiter or waitress and just talking to your family live music really like lightens the mood for for your city that's a good point um i feel like there's so many different methods of transportation that you can get somewhere not even that close um that's not necessarily free but just really cheap uh, electric scooters are another example of that um we use those all the time around here and it's it's only like a couple of dollars most of the time but then so branching out uh that's in your city right okay Probably. before before we branch out i just want okay. to mention like local parks too local parks are an awesome place for you to travel like i've gone to local parks before and like literally just set up an eno and just like chill in front of the lake or like a reservoir or something and it's so peaceful because everyone there is just like walking their dog or something there's no like there's no like loud noises or anything it's a reserved and it's super nice so make sure you guys are checking out your local parks because those are all cheap resources and you're paying your taxes for them so you might as well get your money's worth (laughs) sorry to sorry to interrupt your your launch it seems like we uh pass a local park every mile going down the road yeah exactly and i think i've probably been to only one percent of them but obviously within your state right there's even more places to go that still are pretty cheap to get to because you can just drive to them. And a lot of these places, since they're within your state, you can drive to them and make it a day trip, right? Go drive to, I know like within our state, uh, last year, maybe the year before, we were, we were we got really into travel, right? Yeah. And we made this huge spreadsheet of all the places in, in our state that we wanted to go to that like, I think almost all of them I hadn't even heard of and they looked pretty cool. And there was one, it was like, it was like this park that was... It was everything was painted like bright colors. I forget what it was called. I have to look at it, and it just it was. I was like, wow, I've never even seen anything about this. Not to mention, it's it was only like two hours away, and we haven't gone yet. But it's just one of those things that you don't know until you look for it. Right. And how do people look? Like we literally found a. I think you found a TikTok channel that yeah. literally. It was someone that lived in NC and they would just make a post and they had like a hundred posts of like cool places to visit in NC and they we literally just scrolled through their account. So like whatever state you guys live in or if it's NC, just like Google like where do you, what cool places to visit in North Carolina. Either it could be on TikTok, it could be on YouTube, it could be on the web. You'll, you'll probably find articles too. That's an easy way to find like cheap things that you can do. Like the mural was probably wasn't like expensive, was it? It was probably just like this nature thing. Do you remember? I'm not sure. I'm okay. looking right now. <laughs> okay. But yeah, anyways, they. I mean, it's super cheap. Like, you can just find these little things to visit, and it'll be things that you never see. Because you'll really be surprised, like, the things you see. I mean, we're just, we're just in North Carolina, so the only thing we really have, like, that's, like, quote-unquote exotic is, like, our beaches. But, like, it takes, like, five-hour commute to get out there. So it's, like, you want to find things that aren't so far out. Like, depending on what beach you go to. Like, the Outer Banks, like, is what I'm saying, because it's, like, a, like the travel destination of north carolina um like you have to take ferries sometimes to get to islands but yeah you just have to like you don't have to make trips like super far like you can literally drive to a state like there and back and especially when gas is cheap and you just you can group with people and that's like what the big i think the big like benefit of going in groups is when you're driving because you can literally split gas either four or five ways if you have a minivan 
that's even better. I've, I've made some trips in a minivan before, like through high school, um, like to, to far football games and whatnot. And you can literally split gas and food with everyone. So make sure, like, if you guys are making a travel trip, like plan ahead, like, oh, what are we going to eat? Like, do we want to buy anything now? Do we want to buy anything? Um, like, what do we want to set like one night to eat out? And I think that's another another thing um, that we, I want to get into as far as like planning, um, traveling. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's, it's a great point. Like, state travel there's so much in every state there's 50 states in america so like make sure you do your own research on what's so valuable of a state yeah and that place i was talking about i just looked it up it's called land of oz it's over in the uh the mountains to the west but yeah travel planning that's definitely something we'll get super into because um when we first started uh like traveling to different places we weren't very good at it right we would run into all sorts of hiccups because we forgot to plan things or didn't even think of things because we were just didn't have that much experience and granted we still don't have a lot but like we just did that two-week uh trip to the northwest and that took so much planning like cumulatively it was probably like several days almost or maybe only a few days but um and we're, we're still getting better like when we were there the first day we get there we realized Oh, one of the biggest national parks we had planned to go to is closed the whole time. Yeah, and we, were, we didn't even think that it might snow. Like, but obviously you get better, and that's why you, um, like that's how you get better is you keep doing something. Right, and I think there's the right balance in planning. Like, you don't want to over plan to the point where you have no freedom on your trip. And like, if you say say you make a two week trip and you plan every like hour of the whole trip, you're gonna feel exhausted and like you're gonna be like, oh crap, we gotta we gotta get to this place next. We gotta we have only two hours here, but it might take us three hours to get through it, and then we have four other things to do that day. Like you don't want to overstress yourself, but like a way to minimize it so you don't have to take so much plan. I mean, we we took a lot of planning. Just I think I personally had fun doing the planning, um, which maybe something that i might do down the road um for other people but uh um i personally like if if you're gonna plan make sure like you're finding the right balance where you have freedom to do things so like say you want to do like a couple things but you don't know exactly how much time it's going to take like spread it out so then you can you don't have to be stressed out about spending too much time at one place and you can really enjoy the moment because when you're when you plan ahead and all this time then you're going to be thinking about okay what do i have to do next what do i have to do next you're not going to enjoy the moment of the thing that you're doing and like when you're going on hikes and whatnot like we weren't stressing about like oh we have all this stuff to do like our it was our first week or whatever we had all these stuff to do but we were just like oh we're we're doing this hike and we're gonna go up and we're just gonna do whatever and then maybe we might think a little bit about like what we're gonna do next and like oh we have to hurry down but we, we weren't stressed about it and that's the, that's the benefit of planning knowing what you want to do before you go to a destination yeah and, and another important thing uh to to do that is a lot of times you'll you'll go to some place that you had planned to go to or maybe not planned to go to and you say, oh my gosh, this is this is the best thing I've ever seen. I'm going to stay here an extra day or something. And if you if you plan too too hard, then you're not going to have that flexibility. But if not, then, then you can stay the extra day. And another thing I'll say is, um, I mean, granted, again, we don't have crazy experience, but all the trips I've gone on, the one thing I've regretted is not extending the trip, right? I, I every single time I wish I had um, made it like an extra few days or an extra week because if you're going all the way to that place that you haven't been to, um, chances are you're gonna want to stay there longer than two weeks or five days. Yeah, that's a great point. Like I I think that's one th- a great tip. Like if you can fit in the time, it'll definitely be worth it. Because the the most friction like traveling is like getting there and leaving. 
And if you can like maximize the utility of like going to a place and like spending the most time there possible and like doing the most things, if it's a high, like, like if there's a lot of things to do in that area, then you should do it because the plane ticket isn't going to get any more expensive if you stay like another week or whatever. So like you might as well stay at whatever place you're going. And um, another thing, like as far as like planning, the benefit of planning is it'll help you like budget your trip. Because if you ha if you see all these things that you want to do and like say something's like a hundred dollars and you like really want to do it or then there's another thing that's like fifty dollars and you're like oh this would equally be as fun obviously then you'll be able to compare and be like oh let's just do the fifty dollar thing and maybe we'll save the hundred dollar thing for later in the trip if we have the time so that's like a really I mean we've made spreadsheets before like two of planning before we even go on the trip and like we'll have all our expenses laid out and then we'll know like okay we've already spent four hundred dollars on these on our plane tickets and and proposed gas and then one like reservation for something we have and we don't want to spend more than six hundred dollars so we need to keep in mind that we don't want to spend another two hundred dollars on the trip and then that that way you'll have the freedom but you'll also be budgeting at the same time so you don't have to be stressed out about spending too much money on a trip um to a different state or whatnot yeah and, and another thing is you you mentioned that um the hardest part of the trip is getting there and getting back that's also uh typically the most expensive part right like um, next year we're trying to go to to the to Southeast Asia, and those plane tickets are like a thousand to two thousand dollars. But once you get there, it, it's extremely cheap. Meals are like two or three dollars, and you can stay in like a big six-person hotels or Airbnbs for like fifty dollars a night, which like that's one of those places where the longer you can stay, do it because. It, it won't add up as fast as other another place might. Yeah, for sure. Especially right now with like the U.S. dollar just increasing in value, you want to go to those foreign nations because your U.S. dollar is going to be worth a lot more. And also another um, thing like from travel to state to state like in the country that we just recently did to D.C. is the Amtrak. And like it's literally just a public train. It's basically like an airplane system, but it's trains. And there's like no security. Like you literally go to the train station you don't have to check in or anything you just wait for the train and once the train shows up you show the conductor your your ticket after you get on the on the train it's like the polar express and you go wherever you want to go and, and we took a train up to dc and then we had a ride back so it was it was a fun experience and i think that's another good like cheap way to go somewhere because like we could literally take a train from raleigh to new york in in like 13 hours and it's like okay well obviously there's there's some delays that's the only thing with trains really if you're going to travel train just plan ahead for delays because usually there are delays um, but that's a super cheap and fun way to do it because you don't have to worry about security there's not all this friction you can literally bring a laptop and like do something on the train and like be productive and get work done um while you're traveling which is literally the best hack in the world i think yeah and uh speaking of hacks if you're traveling internationally or even within your country and um you're taking a plane. That is one of the easiest ways to, to shave off some expenses is just downgrade your flight experience. <laughs> I mean, for older people or for some people, it might not be worth it just because you need the comfort. But in our case, we're 20 years old. We're really young. So in past flights, we've chosen just the worst possible flight. Um, we had, what, a 15-hour layover? Yeah. On I, one of I don't know if it was that much. I think it was like 8 or 10 hours. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a, it was from, we landed at, what, like 2 a.m., mm -hmm. and then our next flight left at like 7 or 8 a.m. or something like that. No, that was, it was longer than that. But yeah, we literally chose to sleep. It was like, we, I remember booking the tickets. It was like a $250 Delta flight, or like we fly Frontier for like $158. And, but, but we had to like sacrifice that, that time. Um, so we literally had to spend like, 10 hours in the Philadelphia airport 
and we were just like all sleeping on couches just down bad and that was luckily that was on the back end of our trip so we didn't have to worry too much about being tired when we got there but yeah that, that, that's a great point like really just make that sacrifice when you're young and like first I don't know, first class i don't see myself ever paying for unless like i really like i'm not stressing about travel at not um but yeah make sure you guys are just like reduce make sure you check all the airfares and like what what are your favorite sites for airfares um I, there's all sorts of them i like kayak personally okay um and a lot of them you can set up notifications and it'll tell you like when there's changes in oh, yeah. a certain uh flight that you're looking at but i mean kayak google flights there's so many yeah there are a lot like it's it's hard i honestly i've heard like the big thing is like if you're look planning for a flight make sure you like either go in a private browser or like turn off your cookies because they will like they will literally jack up the price like even if it's like 10 or 20 bucks they would they will raise the price if they see that you're shopping for a flight to go somewhere and if you don't turn off your cookies or another hack i think is like if you do all your research on like a different computer and like say whatever say you have a library or say you have a desktop and then do all your research on that computer and so then okay all your cookies are going to be on there but then you go on your your laptop or something or on your phone and book it on your phone and they're going to they're going to think that this is your first time looking at plane tickets so they're not going to jack up the prices which which is i think is a hack yeah and and one of the the best ways to save money at least that i've noticed is travel credit cards and i, I i'm i'm no expert in this but um there, there are people that I follow that I'm trying to I'm trying to learn this is hacking with travel credit cards because there are so many different credit cards you can like people have eight to ten credit cards and they all have travel rewards and they give you points and you can essentially book things with the points and like you can you can sign up for, for credit cards get uh, sign on bonuses and then use the sign on bonuses to buy things and I've seen there's this guy all right this guy on TikTok and he's on Instagram too his name is Zachary Burabell b-u-r-a-b-e-l and um this guy like his followers would tell him oh make this trip cheap and i saw one the other day it was uh, it was a honeymoon to hawaii and it was like thirteen thousand dollars and he made it like three thousand this guy it's crazy and i mean that's obviously something that takes a lot of learning but like in the present just get a get a credit card that has travel cashback rewards and it will it will save you a lot of money if yeah. you're going to start traveling. Yeah, yeah, because if you're traveling already, you might as well gain the points for it. And I think travel credit cards are the best one because you can still use them like on day to day purchases, and you're getting points and like basically getting free money for for spending it on the travel card. And then it'll reward you when you do make those travel purchases in airplanes, which is honestly even more rewarding because if you do something that you like and it's discounted, like you're you're just going to have a good time on the travel. You're going to be like, dang, I I booked this Hawaii trip for. Um, for three thousand dollars or whatever but isn't there so obviously there's points like for the credit card but isn't there like another way that you can like buy points like for like websites or whatnot mm-hmm. and it, it might be cheaper yeah that's 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 that the that's same one thing? of the methods he uses okay you can essentially you can you can so for, say you have an american express credit card or you buy it um i think one of the most popular ones is is one of the american express cards and there's like the chase sapphire um but they give you 50,000 points as a sign-on bonus. But then you can also go to um, the website or or one of the booking websites and buy 400,000 American Express points. And you can use those to, to book your hotel. And sometimes it's cheaper to buy them straight off than booking with uh, like an actual card. Right. And that's only going to take you like 10 seconds to look at the points, do the quick calculations before you like buy it. And then maybe it might be whatever, even if it's 20% off like of what you're paying, it's still a discount. And like, especially if you're in travel or if you're in college and whatnot, every dollar matters. 
Um, and let's let's I don't know. I feel like most people in college think they don't have enough time to travel, but like other like outside of like summer and like winter break, like there's not much time. But like but if you make like most of the time, if you plan out your class schedule, you can either have like one day off in the week. Like I've tried every time I made my class schedule is to have off Friday. So then you could literally make like a, a three night trip to anywhere. It could be like out of the state or in state, and you could leave like Thursday night. And then have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at that travel location. You could do that any weekend. As long as you're keeping up with your schoolwork and whatnot, then you can do it. And if you make the plans right and budget right, you can literally make like you can make those trips as often as you want if you have the time for it. Which which I think a lot of people don't understand. Like just sit down and just figure out, oh, where do we want to go? How much is it gonna be? If it's too much and you don't want to do it, then then you don't have to. But you can you you'll be surprised that like if you really budget and like try to try to make it as low as possible, when you see like that planned expense trip at the end, you're gonna realize like it's not that much money and you're gonna earn it back in probably less than a week's worth work of, of jobs. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those delayed gratification things because the planning aspect, all the purchasing, all the budgeting, it's not fun. But when you get to the place you're going and you have that experience, it's it pays off and it's worth it. Right. And I think one of the, one of the things we haven't really touched on yet is just like the benefit of travel is like new cultures. And like when you go to like obviously if you're going to your your local restaurant like 20 minutes away you're probably not going to experience much more culture but you will meet new people but like if you're going even to like across the country or a new country um then you're going to meet like so many different cultures and like it's going to be a whole different way of living and like when you gain this new perspective on like a whole different city and how they operate compared to your home city like you're you're going to like open up your mind to things more than just travel and like in everyday life, you're going to be like, okay, well, if you thought about like this culture that does things completely differently, but then if you're doing something in like your job or something, you're going to gain so much out of it because you're going to be way more open-minded and you're going to be like, okay, why is this person reacting in this way? Like they might, maybe you said something that was offensive to them, but you learn that from being in another culture that you saw someone react in a, in a offensive way. So that's, that's another benefit of travel that will even carry over like to your everyday life. Yeah. And, and I feel like um, most older people you ask, if you say, hey, what was the best thing you got out of traveling? A lot of people will say, seeing all these new cultures, because it really it does open up your eyes. And because especially us living in America, we're, we're really privileged. And once you start going to those those less developed countries and seeing other people, like it, it's a really it's a really life changing experience. Right. But I guess we're, we are um, getting on, on to one of our longer episodes. So to close out, this wouldn't be a proper episode if we didn't talk something about stocks. So, okay, listen, yeah. Travel, COVID, man, it literally ruined all of travel. And like people were locked up in their homes for like a year. And now everyone's like, okay, I want to travel. Like I'm ready to go see the world. I'm ready to meet new people. And make sure you guys are diversifying your portfolio to, to get the, the benefit of traveling. So what are what are some of your favorite favorite stocks, man? Well, I'm gonna ask you that question because I know there's one stock you really like. Okay, yeah, you're right. Airbnb. I think I mentioned it multiple times before. I think it's just a wonderful platform. I mean, it's based. Anyone who doesn't know, I would summarize it really simply. They basically you can just rent your properties out, and um, like if you buy a house, you can put it on Airbnb, and then you can rent it out throughout the year, and say random people can book your web book your house. Um, whatever location you're in and they can go for for two days they can go for two weeks they can go for two months it really all depends on your house and like um your what you want to do um as a person so i think airbnb they're set up really good like i love the ceo the ceo has great mind he's super smart and he he's thinking long term he's like building all these things on the platform too so like 
Airbnb, it's not just going to be like, okay, I'm looking for a house to travel. Let me go to Airbnb. That's what it initially was. But he's adding all these other features on there. That's like, um, they have like services and like photographers and like, okay, what do I do? I booked a trip and then a whole page will pop up like things to do in this city. And then they'll be partnered with Airbnb and there might be discounts on the Airbnb platform. So it's another good thing to use, which I really love about the platform. Um, another thing I really love that they just added I'm just going to go on a go on a spree here. Um, they have like, if you don't know where you want to go and you're like, shoot, what do I want to do? Literally just hop on Airbnb and they have like, they have like 20 different tabs now. And it's like anything from like, it'll be like camping. It'll be like a tiny house. It'll be like cabins, islands, national parks, tiny homes. Um, the one of their tabs that's funny to me is is omg with an exclamation point and it's all these weird like alien like looking houses and it's like just like weirdly designed houses and like you can go stay in one of these weird houses for like a, a couple of nights which which is enough to like experience it so if you don't know what you want to do hop on airbnb and just click like oh amazing pools i want to go somewhere with an amazing pool click on the amazing pool tab and it'll show you a list of properties on airbnb um with amazing pools yeah, and they have that Airbnb experiences, which is where people can essentially like book a, some sort of service or like tour. And that's I've seen all sorts of stories where there are like people in in these remote locations where this is literally providing like money for life changing money for their family because because they sign up for Airbnb experiences and they're offering you know like a a, a kayak tour through right. the to the river or something. But um, obviously we talked about talk briefly about airbnb um i mean there's there's all sorts of travel related stocks you know you got your hotel chains marriott hilton you got cruise lines airlines and that was that was like the hot topic back in 2020 2021 when they were all closed and the cruises and airlines got absolutely demolished and everyone was like oh this is the best thing to buy blah blah blah, blah. and everyone was just talking about them and they have come back a little bit yeah but not too much i'm, I'm kind of surprised they haven't even reached all-time highs yet i mean i think it's because like the worker um, they're so understaffed right now and like even though the demand is so high they can't keep up with it so it's it's hurting them um, right now in the short run but I think in the long run it'll definitely pay out and they're definitely gonna be back to booming in a few years um, but yeah make sure you guys like budget like don't just because you think you're in college and like oh you're making 400 like bucks a week or whatever from a job or even 200 bucks a week you can save up and like just put like $200 towards like a weekend trip or something or even a week trip depending on where you go and like make the travel, make the trip out there because the travel is going to be worth it. You're going to experience so much and be like, dang, this is really fun. I want to do it again. So I hope, I hope you guys learned something. Um, make sure you guys like do your own research as far as like stocks and whatnot. Um, Airbnb, I love it. Um, I'm personally an investor and a shareholder. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we'll uh, catch you guys in the next one. All right. Peace.